Welcome to Football with Susan. That's the sound of the crowd going wild. Hello. Hello. We've just we've just had a, a, a Lily wake up. Ah. Oh. Uh, Does this mean I should call back? Yeah, I've just lost the connection. Wait a minute. I'm right here. Okay. There. Is that better? Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Can I hear devastation in oh. your voice? Oh, I tell you what, Catherine, it's been a season of highs and lows. Hasn't but it? I, I'm, all, I'm looking to next year now. I was just looking at some photos on Facebook and I said, 2020, it's just around the corner. Let's go. <laughs> I've got to say, I feel like I've been hearing, um, I've been hearing some some interesting mixes of feelings from you via all of the emails, text messages, phone calls that we've had because they usually go something like. Um, Maybe it's in relation to an article that you've read or or something, and then it usually ends with "Say la vie." <laughs> They love me. Yes, well, what can you say? We lost lost the big game last week, and yesterday was a complete walkover and a waste of time. All those people paid a lot of money to see nothing. Oh, can you? Very disappointing. So it was Geelong versus Richmond, Mm. 20th of September, and it was was the game that would have gotten Geelong into the grand final. That is the one. Yeah. And we played really well for half a game. Yeah. But half a game doesn't make a game win. No. No, that's unfortunate, isn't it? So it was 85 to 66 in the end. So not a, not a huge loss. No, it wasn't. It was only 20 points. But the fact was at halftime we were 21 points ahead. Yeah. So they came back by 41 points. Oh, Lily. I can hear yep. Lily. She said, perhaps just take, can we just do a little bit of arranging of child's clothes first? Yeah. We need to take I think that makes for great radio. Otherwise, (laughs) and this one off, and to put the other two back on. Take what off? Right there. She's telling, she's she's explaining. We need to take this off and this off to put those two back on. Well, she'll be too hot. She's got a bit of a cold. (laughs) <laughs> she sounds devastated. Yeah. She, she doesn't like to be fussed with, and her grand's a bit of a fusser. Oh, is she? And oh yes, and I think people she, will be surprised to hear that actually. And she says, "Grand, would you just leave me alone?" And um, you know, oh, you know, I've always been a bit of a fusser about mm. things like that. You know, well, too hot, too cold. The amount too... of text messages I get, or oh, I don't get them so much anymore. But uh, that said, are you wearing a jumper? I think. <laughs> well, see, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, I can't help myself. I and you know what? I'm not wearing a jumper. <laughs> and as you walked out the door, do you think you'll be warm enough? <laughs> Even when you were about 25. <laughs> but now that I'm 34, things have really I, changed. I just assume you're old enough and silly enough you're cold or hot. <laughs> And if you can't, well, as I I'm said. experiencing the full range. All right. Well, given this is a football. That's not anyway. But a this was, this was last week too because 
it was a very warm night and I oh. didn't know what to wear. Oh. Do I take a coat? Do I take a blanket? Do I not? Do you think Am that I impacted the result? Hot? Well, in the end, I took a coat and I thought, oh, what a waste of time that was. It was what? so warm. A waste. And even standing on the, on the railway station, you know, you didn't need really anything much in the so, way of warmth. So you're telling me that even though you didn't get a seat on the train on the week before, you still yes. caught the train? Oh, we did. We okay. look, look, because what was the alternative? Being stuck in traffic and trying to find a park. And so true. All that. So we decided to that we'd heard that there were more trains on. Yeah. So we we took a punt. Okay. And we got seats easily. Okay. We got to we got to South Long Station at five o'clock for the yeah. five twenty train. Dad said get there early. Yeah. Thought, well, I've still got to fight my way through the traffic through the totally. um, people to get onto the train. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> so we're having was, a lovely time this here. This was two was weeks like, ago now. Um, um, and fresh. so. As it turned out, there was very little people waiting and we walked straight on and uh, the train was full, but it wasn't standing room only, so that was good. So and then we got another train from um, South Southern Cross easily and then we got to NCG and that was packed. NCG okay. was packed. Yeah. So, Mum, mm, um, yes. tell me, take me through, just briefly take me through the game. Yeah. Well, look, the game started well. Geelong started look. It looked like they were ready to play. Yeah, came out. You know, uh, we unfortunately were missing our full forward Tom Hawkins because he'd been very ill-disciplined. So he did get a week off. Yes, he did, okay. and it was really a, a big loss. Oh. A big loss. To the team. Oh, that's devastating. Um, it was a bit he devastating. But at the same time, I thought, well, he really, you know, he shouldn't have done it. He, no. just, he I couldn't make any excuses for him. Mm. It was, it was just not on. You don't yeah. hit people. I don't, don't care. Um, that's that's just a no-no. And okay. I get cross when other people get off when they do things like so that. It's the right so, call. I couldn't be a hypocrite and say he deserved to play because he, he just didn't. And unfortunately, it was a big loss for us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, and then we started off well, um, all going good. By quarter time, half time, we were, as I said, 21 points up. I was thinking, oh, this is good. This is good. Oh, no, Susan, don't get too excited. Just, mm. you know, take it easy. Keep it under um, wraps. Keep it under wraps, you know, and... Um, Although if you're going to let the lid off at any yeah, time during the that's season, probably the time it's to the do time, it. isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is because, I mean, really, um, it's prelim preliminary final. You've got nothing to lose. Nothing You've got to, to win that one yeah. to, get, to have a you chance. you got to take and all so, your lids off at that point. Yeah, all the lids can come off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, Lily's lid is off too. <laughs> well And um, then... Unfortunately, Richmond decided that they had nothing to lose as well, and they came out and they were really firing in that third quarter, and that's where we lost it. They just right came out three quick goals in about five minutes. The game over, really. Is the um, third is the third quarter a bit of a a bit of a I don't know. Is that where it's all won and lost? The third quarter often. Often yeah. the third quarter, they call it the premiership quarter, and because that's often the quarter when it all gets decided for some reason. Right. Um, and we just, I think we we just ran out of steam. Mm. We'd had a big game the week before against West Coast, and I think uh, we just just didn't have anything left. Yeah. 
So when, they ran over the top of us basically, yeah. and um, it was it was disappointing. But mostly, it was just the noise that you know I, I could have done without the. What do you the mean? Richmond fans. Oh, the noise of the Richmond fans was the, dreadful. Was you know, it? Just, what were they doing? Oh, they just chant, and they, you know, there's just thousands and thousands of them. It's not the soccer. Oh, come on. <laughs> Just trying to get you riled up, Mum. <laughs> I, I like soccer. Yeah. But, well. um, no, I just I, – it was just a bit disappointing. Yeah, okay. Catherine, you can hear it in my voice. I, I can. I, I was can. a bit disappointed and in yeah. the end. But, you know, and the, the fans are, are still upset. I was just reading some comments before. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying let's just get on with it for next year. But there's some people who are still upset about different things and are – Wanting to have a have a go at the coach again, you know. Yeah. And spoke to someone yesterday, and they said, "I think we need a new coach." I said, oh, you on that bandwagon, are you? Oh, and you don't, don't think so? No, I don't know. Give Look, him another go. Um, sorry, no, I don't think it's going to. I don't think. I don't know. Who would? I mean, you know, you've got to get someone who knows the culture of the club and knows the team and and all that. And I think sounds like I'm you're putting your sure. hand up, Mum. No. <laughs> You're ticking all my boxes, that's for sure. <laughs> I, 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 uh, oh, can you imagine if a woman was was uh, named coach of, an, of a oh, men's MG. AFL club, the carry-on? Gee, they carried on enough in the, in the media this week because of that wonderful young girl from Sweden who had her say at the UN and the, oh. the old, old white men of the country yeah. were... Up in arms and couldn't get, cope. Oh, with the, there's with a name for them, Mum. It's called um, vomits. Vomits. Yeah. And what does that stand for? Um, very old men in ties and suits. Very old men in ties and suits. Yeah. Dad did remind me that there was one um, more recent uh, women woman uh, MP mm. of the Liberal persuasion uh-huh. who also had something to say in the newspaper about it and was. Fairly, uh, you know, negative. Maybe so she's it's a vulvet. Yes, maybe it's just all, not all men. Oh. Okay, Mum, tell me but this. I, but I agree. Anyway, so they would have a field day. Oh, they would have a field day. Uh-huh. They, could, they wouldn't be able to cope with that at all. So, Mum. But still, look, you know, I, I think I could have a few ideas. I think you'd have some great ideas. <laughs> um, they just need to read your letters and they'd have all the ideas they need. <laughs> Yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mum, tell me this. Yes. When did yes. you know? When did you know it was all over? Oh, about ten minutes into the third quarter. Okay. Because there was yeah. no way that um, that we were counteracting the onslaught yeah. from Richmond, and we were unlikely to. We weren't even looking like we were going to be able to do it. So, okay. yeah, I just sort of sat back and thought, well, it was nice. It was yeah. nice while it lasted. Okay. So you, you, know, were, you were at peace. Yes, I was at peace. Yes, I was actually. In fact, I came home. We came home. We had a nice. Um, got home in the train, and I had a bit of a snooze on the way home. Okay. You know, it's that's been a big how relaxed I was. And, and it's only yesterday when the grand final between, you know, Richmond and, and Giants and the Giants got absolutely demolished. And I thought, you know, that could have been us. We yeah. We could have yeah. won that one. But then, you know, I did remind myself, um, and maybe it was very ungracious of me, oh. but, you know, I did remember the 2007 grand final when we completely demolished Port Adelaide uh-huh. by a lot more points. Yeah. 
than yesterday's game. I don't so remember, I but yeah. Myself, and, I, and I think, you know, I, Bridget did tell me I was being a little ungracious. Yesterday? That, you know, you know or... let them have their... Let them have their their uh, their day yesterday, Richmond. Let them have their day. <laughs> this Bridget, yeah, she sounds right. um she sounds very reasonable. How would yeah. how did Bridget describe your how would she have described your behaviour at the Richmond game at the Geelong Richmond? Oh, she probably would have said that maybe I needed to calm down even more, considering that we were losing. Okay, that, that the game was lost. That we didn't, you know, just. Take, just take it easy. I thought I was doing. They all needed right. you, Mum. They needed you more than ever. <laughs> I am really. Uh, I, I, I don't know what I'm talking I, about, but no, I, I no, like but it. I didn't think I just scraped myself. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> That's all I you can I hope for. Right. I think. You know, so, I thought I, I did uh, manage okay. fairly well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, when I I saw Grandpa this morning, and he. Yes. <laughs> He was very concerned about your train ride up there, actually, which meant and the letter that you wrote to Brian about it. Um, so I, I thought that was funny. Oh, he was concerned about it. Why? Yep. Um, I don't know. He just had a lot to say about it. About you not getting a seat the week before. So I thought that was good. Um, he was even more concerned about my broken toe, but that's another story. No, I had That's broken toe. That was good. We'd shown them the photo. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he seen the real thing. He made Jared promise to look after his bones, <laughs> which was good. Oh, good. Um, so did you watch the game yesterday? Oh, not really. Okay. I watched the first 20 minutes. I was putting some uh, bolognese together and I watched the first 20 minutes of the game and yeah. thought, oh, this is going to be close. Oh, good. And this will be a good game. And then... Uh, by the end of the first quarter, Richmond were two goals ahead and it, it got worse from there. So uh, we took the dogs for a walk mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> came back and said, is it any better? And was told no. And I said, oh, okay. so I didn't bother really. Right. I, you know, it, it wasn't surprising. Mm. You know, the Giants are a young team, only been together for, well, the team has only been in the competition for eight years. I literally never heard of them until two months well, ago. And you know your niece does a wonderful dance step to their oh. theme song. She thinks it's wonderful. To she the, was diving their all over theme the song yesterday. was written mm-hmm. by the Cat Empire guy. It was written by the Cat Empire, Harry. What's his yes. name? Harry. Oh, thanks, Mum. And he did an excellent job. I thought it was really bop. Well, it wasn't boppy. It was just lots of horns as, yeah. he, as he has. And uh, but, but Lily, yeah, she got right into it. Oh, she good. was dancing around the room to to this song, and you know, all right. got has all the moves going. Because <laughs> she wasn't as excited. What was the other one we tried to get her to dance to? The um, the mouse ran out the clock. Oh, and, yes. Uh, we were way we're more excited than her. Baker boy, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you're really dropping some cool names here. Oh. I think. I think this is. I mean, we've got a lot of fans already, but I think we're really going to reach a new demographic or that with all this music dropping. Because um, I here's here's something that I've noticed, Mum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched. I I have had I've had some experience. Last week I watched my first game of football. Yes. Um. No, sorry, second game of football for the season, and it yeah. was the Collingwood. Um, Greater Last Western week. Sydney game. Yes, yes, um, yes. Oh, and that was a biggie. Mm. It was a biggie. And I, you know, I was trying, I had taken a book 
as you know, to the pub. I think it's like a to the football. Because I, I didn't go to the football. I went to the oh. pub and watched oh, the football um, when we were in Woodend. Mm-hmm. I'd taken a book and I was ready to read it because I thought this is a long game. I don't want to – because usually I've got about one quarter's worth of enthusiasm in me and it. Um, I don't want to use – like I, you've got to be careful when, when you use it. So yeah. I was watching it and Jared was, you know, very passionately – barracking for his team he was getting very emotionally invested and I had this great insight into hatred of Collingwood um, supporters (laughs) because Jared well he was basically providing ambience for the whole pub no one else was even barely watching and he was running around the whole place screaming at the tv which I think everyone appreciated and then at the end at the end, when Collingwood lost, people started having a go at him. Just, Did they? Yes, just out of nowhere. And it gave me it gave me a great insight into the sort of behaviour that people <laughs> take on when they are around Collingwood supporters. And you know, yeah. I felt I felt pretty sad. <laughs> I felt, I felt oh, sad because not only did his team lose, but then he had to put up with that as well. And people, it was it was like a publicly acceptable form of bullying that oh, I felt oh. was atrocious. Oh, that is atrocious. No, yep. bullying is unacceptable behaviour. Unacceptable. Yeah. Um, but I also I had some other um, I had some other things that because I you know I don't watch much football but I have another question for you so yes. this is a question from the crowd but it's from Catherine Kelly. Um, <laughs> it's Catherine so Kelly. this is my first question from the crowd. Mm. Why isn't the football red anymore? Um, it's red in the daytime, but it's but yellow this was at night. a daytime nighttime. game. Yes. The rain. It was, but maybe because well, it was rainy. Collingwood was. Yeah, was uh, Collingwood's game started at four thirty, so it sort of went into the evening a little oh, bit, didn't it? Okay. I, and, and I think it finished under lights, didn't it? Um, it don't remember. <laughs> no, I can't remember <laughs> tell you either. But, um, Maybe I was reading by that point. I'm pretty sure that in the daytime the, the ball is still red, mm. but at night time it's yellow. Okay. Because it's because you can't see it well enough it, it, with the lights and everything in the, when it's red. Okay. Mm. Um, right. I, that's that's my only uh, possibility. I hadn't noticed that, Catherine. That was very observant of you. Well, given that the last time I probably watched a proper game was, you know, 15 years 19, ago, probably a lot of things have actually changed. Three or something, yeah. yes. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, I thought maybe um, it would be a good time to read you a letter from the Geelong Football Club. Right. Um, so I... So we've been doing this podcast a while and back in June I emailed the Geelong Football Club and sent them the link to this podcast. Oh, you didn't. I did. Um, And here's what – do you want to hear the letter? Are you devastated? I'm I'm embarrassed more than anything. (laughs) That's why I didn't tell you until now. Okay. I said, um, I don't think you should be embarrassed, Mum. Okay. Um, I said, my mum is a huge Geelong Football Club um, fan and has been a member of the club for many years. For the 2019 season, we've been making a podcast called Football with Susan, where we debrief Geelong games, which she normally attends. 
It's been a fun project for the two of us, and as you can imagine, she has lots of enjoyable opinions about the games to share. Winky face. I thought that you and other people at the club might find it enjoyable slash funny slash fun, so I thought I'd pass the link along. Oh, and it was just after the um, Geelong Sydney game. Right. And I got okay. a response. Oh, really? I got a response basically oh. the next day. Oh, my goodness. No, I did get a response the next day. So I sent it in the evening and I got a response early afternoon. Hi, right. Catherine. Thanks so much for your email. We love hearing it from our dedicated fans. On behalf of the cats, please thank Susan for her wonderful efforts and let her know that I afford her honour. <laughs> so everyone's very interested. I won't read that bit. Um... Hopefully 2019 is the year we can win the flag for fans like Susan. Uh, it's, I just I didn't read it to you earlier because I didn't want to embarrass you. But also I think that their response was very nice. Very sweet. Very yes, sweet. Very nice indeed. Yeah. And and maybe if you told me, I might have that might have influenced some of my remarks a little I more. I completely but, agree. Um, I'm hoping that that I haven't really embarrassed myself now. <laughs> I definitely don't think you have, but I do think the funny part was that the following day, I think, was the day that you lost your um your tag, <laughs> and then you emailed them about it, and I did think. I wonder if they realise this is the same they Susan. Sent me a that within within twenty four hours, I had a new one. Well, maybe this is helping. Maybe this is helping. Anyway, I thought that was really cute. Yes, that um, is cute. And yes. they were excited to hear that their fans. And then, of course, I wrote that things. letter just a couple of weeks ago to Brian about the trains and I'm not going because I'm. <laughs> well, look, maybe that. On. Maybe that does lend some insight into why he hasn't responded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did send you up the letter that I got addressed to dear Susan, which was probably which was a general letter to every cats member. Oh, oh I, I sent might not have read that email on to you. Yes, okay, I'm sure yep, that was yep. just a general yep. email, <laughs> okay. outlining all the good work that the football club does in the community and the great season that we've had. And look, it has been a great season. We we may not have won the main prize, but we. Have been uh, shown that we're still a strong team. You yeah. know, I was just uh, thinking about the 2007, 2009, 2011 um, premiership wins, and um, here we are still 2019. No, we haven't won too many finals since then, but mm. we're still in the finals yeah. almost every year. So most teams can't say that. Okay. There you go. Mum. Yes. We have some questions from the crowd. All right, questions from the crowd. Okay, so this is if from... If I was taking um, Lily outside, so uh, oh. I've got, I, can, I can concentrate. Oh, okay. I was wondering whether you needed her for the answers. Um, oh. No, okay. So Robin this one, thinks I do, but, you know. <laughs> well, Robin, I think, is quite biased towards Lily and her opinions. Um, so this question is from Kieran Yee. Um, yes, Kieran. Who has been a long-time listener of this podcast, yeah. I will oh, say. Oh, yeah. Um, and his question is... <laughs> sorry, Kieran. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I'm sorry too. Um, what are the major positives coming out of the season? Tim Kelly. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned Big you might positive. have said that, actually. Big positive for the team. And I'm really hoping, like, every time I get a chance, I say, please stay Tim Kelly. We need you. Yeah. Um, he's Maybe. been one wonderful player this year, but yeah. um, don't know. We haven't heard one way or the other yet. But okay. 
Um, yeah, I think it's unlikely that he'll probably play with us next year because he, he, his family needs. But um, he's been fantastic. And he, he and uh, Patrick Dangerfield pretty much knocked each other out of the Brownlow medal count for best and fairest mm. for this, because they both got really high numbers of votes. And that does that's unusual in teams for more than one person to be getting a lot of votes. Oh, is so, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Generally, well, I mean, that happens, but more likely it is that one person will dominate the vote-taking in a team and then Mm. you'll have others um, getting uh, lesser numbers. But I think Patrick got 28 and Tim got 25 or something like that, Mm. so that's quite high. Well, that leads into Jared's question, which was, um, was Patrick Dangerfield ripped off in not winning the Brownlow? No, I don't think so. I, I didn't really think he would win it this year. I, I think he had a, a patch of um, maybe, you know, he wasn't his brilliant best in every game. Mm. I think uh, I think he's one of the best, if not the best player in the competition. But I think, you know, you have to be pretty lucky to win in the end. And I think that um, the guy that did win, Nat Fife from... Fremantle, well, um, I mean, they, that team isn't doing all that well. So he was he stood out mm. in the crowd. Um, and not that he's not a good player. He's a very good player. But, I um, mean, I think sometimes that's that helps. Mm. No, I, I didn't think he was ripped off. I, I just think that he got he came second and, and you know, given a couple of games, he, he could have, it, without, you know, Perhaps Tim Kelly there, he might have got more, but yeah. that's the way it goes. And um, he's still an, he's still an excellent player. I've, he's fabulous. So what can you say, really? Um, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Did you yeah. watch? Did you watch the the Brownlow, or no, as I like I, to call it, the Brownlow? I've heard little bits of it, but um, you know, it, I don't get into. I, I did see some of the photos of some of the dresses. And well, that's some the main bit, isn't it? Well, a little bit, you know, far too much for my sensibilities. Oh, as a retiree. <laughs> as a retiree. <laughs> I was I was hoping that those girls weren't going, getting cold. Oh, they probably they? were. <laughs> But as my mother always says, Catherine, their pride will keep them warm. Um, I think my mum says that too, if I'm if I'm honest. And I've got to say, um, my memories of uh, walking home in Geelong at two o'clock in the morning in my, you know, in my going out days, my pride did not really keep me warm. I was just cold. <laughs> I do recall Grandma seeing you in your going out clothes one day. <laughs> I'm just happy um, that I have so many women looking out for me and my coldness. And exactly. I'm sure um, Lily is going to be asked the same questions. Yes, oh, no, no doubt. Grand <laughs> is going to be That's wondering. Right. You, you'll have already admitted her something. Yes. She'll, she'll never be cold with all the knitted, knitted goods going around um, no, from Grand. No, that's right. No. Um, so she'll be, have thought... the best knitted clothes around, and her right. her nanny is also a beautiful knitter, and she she's yes. got lots of lovely knitted clothes. And a good jam maker. And if oh, she's a good jam maker. Okay, well, I, I don't. I can't. A shout out. I cannot claim that at all. <laughs> um, but I do want some jam if Helen's listening. I'm right. always up for some jam. Um, 
look, we've had, uh, I think we've had a good season. Yes. Uh, is this the first podcast you've ever started in? This is the very first podcast I've ever spoken in, Catherine. Yeah, I think and, me too. And it's been fun, a lot of fun. And, uh, and, and Lily's agreeing with me here. She's back <laughs> inside and she's got a lot to say about it. She's just saying, Auntie Catherine, I have a lot to say. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Well, we have a, a bit of a recap. We've done nine episodes. This is our ninth episode, which I think is, is, is pretty good. Um, it's good. Indeed, started... I, was, I wasn't expecting that we would no, do that many. Me neither. I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, yeah. We started in March. So we've yeah. been going uh, March, April, May, June, July, August, seven months. Yes. Um, and what have been your highlights so far of being a podcast star? Well, I've really enjoyed it when everyone's got involved, you know, when the families had their little comments and mm. it's all been a bit of fun and we, we've um, all had a good laugh and yeah. um, we, we've just been, uh, yeah, enjoying ourselves and Lily's just closed all the doors so that <laughs> nobody can come in bother us right now. <laughs> well, I, we had some get, feedback. Can I get back a little bit to some of the good things that, that were about Geelong this year? I think yeah. um, I, I do think that the team played really well together. I think mm. that the defence in a, in the team did a you know really pulled together? I think some of the highlights were the introduction of um, Dalhouse and Gary Rowan, who unfortunately mm. got a bit injured during the year. Yeah. They were fantastic um, new players for the for the club. Also, um, you know Jack Henry continued to improve, and also wonderful player from uh, Western Australia, Jordan Clark, who unfortunately also was injured um, just in the last week of the game so he missed out on the finals but he's also someone to look for in the future so Mm. there was lots of really positive things for the future development of of the playing team yeah and do you have any words for um the team for next year oh look just keep trying i mean you just have to keep going and uh i think apparently they had a pretty good pre-season this year I expect they'll have a pretty good pre-season next year as well. At the end of this year, I think there has to be some um, acceptance that you can't win the premiership, you know, every year, that yeah. you've got to be better. And, and I'm still, you know, I'm still a little bit disgruntled about the um, the advantage that goes to one particular team, maybe two particular teams in the club for playing their home games every week almost at the MCG and the advantage that gives them. But there's other clubs that have that play there too that don't um, seem to have uh, this year. There's one club in particular that hasn't really taken advantage of that advantage, if you mm, know what I mean. Not really, um, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Melbourne. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe other people understood. I was just like, oh, definitely not. You've done really badly this year for some unknown oh, okay. reason. Can't quite work out. Um, but, no, I just think they have to pull together and, and try new things and not be afraid to take risks with okay. things that they do and get on with it, you know? Yeah. And, and just continue to be um, part of the community and and enjoying their role that they play in that. Mm. And so, Mum, big question. Um, out of ten, how mm. likely do you think it is that John Long's going to win the Premiership next year? Oh, oh. Uh, look, at this stage, I'd say six. I can't. I that's don't not, know. That's not bad. Well, you know, they were, they were, they came third or something in the in the yeah. competition. So you know, you've got to think that they could 
there's improvement there. They'll be looking at what that might mean. There's they've got a pretty good chance to be back in the running next year. I don't see any reason why not. Mm. And um, yeah, I think probably a six. Yeah. Well, that's quietly optimistic, I think. Yeah, it's sensibly it optimistic. Sensibly optimistic yeah. without getting too far ahead okay. of ourselves. Mm. Well, look, Robin Cotton had this um, feedback, which I thought might be worth, um, you know, on our final episode, I think that yes. maybe um, we could give some feedback on our previous episode, which I think really, um, really highlights some of the positives from um, our podcast this season. She says, mm-hmm. "Well, Catherine Kelly and Susan Kelly, what an yes. episode!" And I'm I'm inserting <laughs> I'm inserting um, podcast season yes. there. Um, clear, unbiased commentary, <laughs> probing, well researched questions, and enlightening e- extracts from letters and comments. Right. Um, a plethora of quests. Quests. Maybe she means quests. <laughs> maybe she means questions um, from not only urban chic but rural Australia. And international input. Ladies, you've gone viral. Um, And then she says, um, P.S. Susan, I don't believe your disclaimer about calling um, Greater Western Sydney players hunky when we had brunch last week. (laughs) Um, I think then she goes on to call you a cougar. To which you said, I'm mortified. Um, She says, more input from Lily, please. Well, Lily, Lily's having to sit in a high chair and having a bit of a snack at the moment. Okay. I think she's, she's snacking. In need of in need of some nourishment and yeah, and, and so on. And so she's having a bit of a snack while I chat. So I've just okay. had to wrestle her into the high chair just then and <laughs> find her drink. <laughs> anyway, I do think that um, this clear, unbiased commentary and probing, well-researched yes. questions, I think she's hit the nail on the head there. Yes, um, yes, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Does, um, that, does that actually describe me? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have any final messages, Mum, for um, your fans, for Geelong fans, um, going into, you know, the end of the season? Um, going into the break yes. and uh, maybe thinking about the year to come. Just make sure it stays fun. Uh, look forward to next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you for listening. Oh, great. Thank you. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> thank you, Catherine Kelly, for organising. This has been a lot of fun. It has been fun. I'm having a great time. All right, well, we'll have to consider uh, what we'll happens consider, next year. Yeah, we'll have to consider what we might do <laughs> yeah, that's right. in, uh, in the 2020 We'll take that offline. When we're, when we're uh, going for another big, big win. Yeah, I think we're probably going to have um, a whirlwind of people requesting uh, you know, well, all of our fans. All of our fans. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, bye, Mum. Bye, Cats fans. <laughs> Bye, Catherine. Bye. We'll see you next year at the, at the uh, Cadinia Park. Cadinia Bye. Park. Bye. If you have a question for Susan, please leave us a comment or a review or I don't know if we want feedback, but who knows? <laughs>